Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size. Catches seeds just like flies. Look out. Hey everyone, Spider-Man. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf. I have with me Jake. Hello, people. And today we're talking about Spider-Man has no home, but we still love him 3000. Yep. Just in case you don't know anything about this, uh, the big news this basic week has been about Spider-Man leaving the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, so Spider-Man Far From Home just released this summer and um, through some contract negotiations with Sony, things aren't looking that um, good for Spider-Man. So Jake, can you please brief everyone what the hell is going on? <laughs> okay. First of all, most of what's getting written about is mere speculation um these are the facts as we know them sony and marvel had a six film deal over the use of spider-man he would appear in three marvel movies and three solo movies with uh marvel's participation five of these movies have been made you know captain america civil war Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man Homecoming, and Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. What we don't know is with this deal blowing up, does this mean the sixth film is uh, not happening? Or is the deal going away after the sixth film? And that's important. We don't know. Nobody seems to know. Um, Disney's not saying anything. They're just going on with their D23, uh, conference and, but they're not, um, shutting anybody up. They're letting, uh, I mean, what's social media is of course exploded and the internet's cut, broken in half. Uh, John Favreau thinks a deal will be worked out. Uh, Kevin Feige seems less optimistic um nindea and tom holland have stopped have unfollowed uh sony on twitter and instagram i think too tom holland's dad has trash talked sony on twitter as well as jeremy renner on instagram has trash talked sony and uh disney's keeping their mouth shut and Sony is blaming Kevin Feige in a three-paragraph rant. Uh, you would think after the Sony leak, Sony would learn. But it seems like they're dumber than ever. So I guess this is a case of Sony's got a Sony. So some things we got to throw in there. Um, I believe... It, it, okay, a lot of these contract stuff, we only know some of it. Uh, we don't know mm -hmm. the entire details of it. So a lot of that stuff, you know, is kind of hard. Yeah. Tom Holland has uh, two more Spider-Man movies on his contract. 
He's also contracted to do Uncharted for uh, Sony. Of course, the way Sony makes movies, he may age into the part because I think he's way too young for the part. Uh, it's in the movies in development hell, as well as, uh, and he just filmed a movie that's been declared unreleasable, uh, Chaos Walking or whatever. And the director John Watts has no more films on his contract with Sony. Just in case you don't know what Uncharted is, Uncharted is a PlayStation game series that is quite popular. Uh, one of the big, you know, exclusives from Sony. So it's kind of like an Indiana Jones, but a little more modern. Mm-hmm. And uh, you might be asking yourself, well, how does Sony have uh, the rights to Spider-Man? It's not simple. I will try to make this as simple as possible. Okay, uh, Marvel has been doling out the rights for Spider-Man for little one-offs since the 60s. Cartoons, TV shows. Then in 1985, they sold the film rights and a few other rights to Canon. Uh, Canon was a, a B-movie action studio that did a lot of Schwarzenegger. Uh, I'm trying to remember some of the other 80s stars that, oh God, those type of action movies, mostly. And uh, and they had them for so many um, years. Well, Canon basically the, sold the rights to 21st, and it eventually wound up in the hands of Carol Co. with James Cameron attached, and People through the late 80s, early 90s were super jazzed about a James Cameron Spider-Man movie, which obviously never happened in this reality. Boy, would I like to live in the reality that happened, but I digress. And basically, uh, this all wound up in court because uh, Marvel wanted to sell... under Perlman, wanted to sell the rights, claiming that the Canon's rights had expired, so they didn't have the rights to sell them to anybody else. Because they didn't specify that the rights were exclusive to them in their contract. Uh, and in, um, and a judge in 95 said that the rights from 85 had expired. So Marvel was free to sell their stuff to um, their entire catalog to Sony. And Sony decided they only wanted Spider-Man. Instead of buying everything for $10 million, they cheaped out and bought Spider-Man for reported uh, $7 million. And, oh, yeah, and Deadline is reporting that Sony said they would sell Disney the rights to Spider-Man for $10 billion. I have no way of... That, and that's the only source I have for this. So, But Deadline has been more right than wrong on this story. So, But I would still take that with a grain of salt. Now, we got to remember, put it in context, the money and the time. Um, you know, Marvel is not anywhere as... Okay, back in the late 80s, early 90s, 
Marvel was really struggling. The comics were not setting that well. So they were. this was a desperate move. Am I right? Uh-huh. Oh, comics uh, have, have sold well for a long time. Uh, they quit selling well in the 70s when the direct market was created and they moved. And then all of a sudden they lost newsstand distribution, which wasn't much anyway. I mean, comics haven't sold well in decades. In fact, I'm surprised comics are still around. They sell so little. I mean, 20,000 is considered a hit comic. And I can remember as a kid, if a comic sold below a quarter of a million, it got canceled. So that's the context of the past, because we definitely need that context. Because now, you know, Marvel Cinematic Universe is a huge thing. We have 20 movies. Uh, And there's some other things going on. Sony, and we're going to call it Sony, because they bought Columbia. And but they've completely changed the culture of Columbia, so that's why everybody calls it Sony instead of Columbia, because it's a different studio. I mean, Columbia was the old gangster studio. They laundered mob money. Uh, they are credited for creating the casting couch. You know, Harry Cohen's uh, Four O'clock. If the stories are to be believed, uh, I mean, Sony. They ain't like that. But uh, Sony has had money problems for years with their film division. And uh, they've slowly sold back some of their rights to Spider-Man. Their piece of merch they sold back. Their television um, uh, rights. And and so uh, they were... And part of this was negotiations with Marvel uh, and Amy Pascal who used to run things, but then she became a producer, and now she's not even working for Sony anymore. She's over at Universal now, which is part of why I think this happened. I don't think this would have happened if uh, Amy Pascal was still at associated with Sony. But, like, we don't know if the sixth movie in the deal has been blown up or not. That's the... One question nobody seems to be answering on anybody's side. So let's uh, fast forward a little bit to the the Spider Man movie, the the nineteen the two thousand two Spider Man movie, right? The Toby Maguire. Yeah, this is the modern era of uh, of Sony making. Of course, Sony uh, they did a TV show. Heck, they did a couple of TV shows: U.S., Japan. Uh, TV movies, and then they moved it to the big screen with Tobey Maguire and Sam Raimi directing. And it was a huge success, and fans love it, critics love it, and it was a huge moneymaker. I think it was one of those things that hit the right time, and people just wanted you know, a hit after 2001, after a terrorist event, and people wanted something the whole family could go to, they could cheer on, and it just hit perfectly. And everyone was happy with Spider-Man. Um, and then Spider-Man 2. And then Spider-Man 3 disappointed a lot of people, to put it nicely. Um, I still think Spider-Man 3 is a great movie. I just think it has problems. Well, there was a lot of interference from Sony's part. Yeah, Sony's really interfered. And the less said about the aborted uh, Spider-Man 4, which Sam Raimi says still pisses him off to this very day. 
So uh, the whole thing with Venom being in Spider-Man 3, I think, was a Sony, you know, suits. We got to sell toys, you know, get that in there. And then that kind of, if you take out Venom out of Spider-Man 3, you have a very different, much superior movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and it really ruined Topher Grace's career. And anybody who sees recent work knows he's a really good actor. Yeah, go check out Black Klansman. His turn as David Duke is amazing. So a few years later, they tried to reunite uh, Spider-Man with Amazing Spider-Man Films, which was done with um, Andrew Garfield. And the first one was a, a pretty good hit, um, decently liked, you know, kind of a reboot. Uh, people felt it was a little bit too soon, but it did have a distinct feeling different of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Um, and then yeah. the second Amazing Spider-Man movie came out, and was pretty well criticized and didn't do that well financially. Mm-hmm. It was god-awful. And um, so Sony was not sure what to do with Spider-Man after that because they don't really want to do a third one when people don't like the second one. And they were really trying to plan up and have a whole extended universe and have um, you know, all these different movies come out from here. You know, they wanted a Black Cat movie. They wanted an Aunt May movie. Yeah. They wanted a Sinister Six movie. And uh, it was kind of like the Iron Man 2, but with not, you know, even worse. And uh, there's still some good points to Amazing Spider-Man 2. It's just, you know, a lot of it's dragged down for world building. And it just... So, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe starts and, and, you know... Disney buys up the rights to Marvel and kind of allows Marvel to do its thing. And people are like, where's Spider-Man? Where's Spider-Man? And, you know, it's like, well, Sony has the rights to him. And um, so eventually we got a big leak um, from some documents. This was in 2014, right? 15? Mm Mm-hmm. About, yeah. Where they wanted to do a deal with Marvel and it became public and the deal was reached to make multiple movies, and the first movie will be in Captain America Civil War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a six-film deal. Three Marvel movies, three solo movies with um, Marvel's participation. I've heard multiple things that apparently the Marvel movies that have Spider-Man in it that are not standalone movies, like Sony doesn't get that much money from it, um, and but the Spider-Man solo movies get a lot more money from Sony. Um, it's kind of, you know, I'm not sure about that. And the toy and merchandise, I don't know how that's split. Uh, Sony no longer gets, they don't get iota off the merch because they sold back the merch rights to Marvel in uh, 2011 because they were strapped for cash. And in 2009, a lot of the TV rights went back to uh, b- both the details on these have been undisclosed publicly what little we know about them is in the sony leak so basically we just know it happened and uh, and we have some idea of what the rights could be from the initial cell because and the canon cell because some of those details are public so we got the you know spider-man and I think everyone pretty much loves Tom Howland as Spider-Man. 
He has the kind of fun wit of, uh, you know, Garfield when he's Spider-Man. And he also has the, you know, good darkiness to him of Toby. And, uh, you know, everyone likes him. And everyone likes, you know, Homecoming, which is his first standalone movie. And, you know, they just released Spider-Man Far From Home, which, you know, is a capstone to the entire Infinity Saga and sets things up. And um, that's made a billion dollars worldwide. And fans love it. Critics love it. And it sets things up. Now, here's the thing that's tricky because it kind of ends... Like the post credit or mid credit scene ends on a massive cliffhanger, and the you know very very post credit scene is a kind of a cliffhanger you know to the bigger Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, but that's not directly attached to Spider Man. It's more attached to Nick Fury, but still you you know after this there's a lot of questions, and you know we got Disney's you know schedule of what movies are coming out. And the big one missing was Spider-Man. And I was like, well, obviously, Sony has to get the rights squared off. And we'll figure that out. That might probably be two or three years from down the line. And that's when everything started to blow up. Because now Sony's happy with the billion dollars. And Disney's happy with the money it's made. So, you know, everyone's happy there. But because it made so much money, you know, money gets into all of it. And... Sony wanted to. So, what's the deal with like fifty percent or something? Okay, uh, this we're gonna. I'm gonna go with Deadline's reporting on this because Deadline has been more right than wrong. According to the both reports out of Deadline, is uh, before the sixth movie was made. Marvel slash Disney wanted to negotiate a furthering of the deal. And Sony, and they wanted 25% off the top. But they would also co-finance 25%. And Sony didn't respond for six months. Sony's feeling good. I mean... They think they don't need Marvel because the success of Venom. But we've got reports that Kevin Feige quietly helped with Venom. So his, t- so his hands were on that movie, too. Uh, so Marvel finally gets frustrated. Uh, and I've heard various stories who it was actually somebody at Disney. And I've heard various reports of who it was who did it. But I'm not going to repeat any of them because none of them are sourced very well. I think they're merely speculating. But the report is, on all of these reports, is that Marvel then said, fine. You know, if you're not going to respond to that offer, we want it 50-50. And then Sony leaked that the deal was over. And, you know, so Feige has the one, there's the, I guess the overseer of the entire marvel cinematic universe is that right (laughs) yep yeah he's probably he's the most successful uh producer in modern hollywood heck i would there hasn't been a producer as successful as him since sam goldwyn who you ought to know successful half the things in hollywood are named after him 
So there's a lot of different reports going on too. Uh, you know, there's another deadline report that a script is being written um, after the Sony Marvel split with uh, Sony writing the script for Spider-Man three, um, apparently. And now yeah. the problem is <laughs> really obvious that they can't touch any of the Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. because that's not in the contract so to be able to make a spider-man solo movie this is where the rub is there's uh, the this there's still one movie left on the sony marvel deal if sony is dumb enough to try to break a contract with uh, disney we know this is going to go to court because there ain't no way disney's just going to roll over and let sony not fulfill their contract i mean disney may say fine you don't want our help you're still gonna pay us now if they do make a third spider-man movie that's not in the marvel cinematic universe here's the things that they cannot talk about because it's part of the marvel cinematic universe the legacy of iron man and how iron man connects to spider-man out you cannot touch that you cannot touch Mm -hmm. Relationships with other Marvel Cinematic heroes, such as Nick Fury, <laughs> or Doctor Strange, or... And Aunt May's relationship with Happy Hogan. Going into space. The whole Vulture motivation. <laughs> Mysterio's plan. Thanos, the snap, the blip. Those things are not allowable. So you're very yeah. limited to what is possible in a Spider-Man 3. Yeah, this means we watch Uncle Ben die again. If Sony wants to do a Spider-Man, or wants to include Spider-Man and Venom 2, they can, uh, but they won't really... I don't see the gain from that. I mean, they'll gain publicity, but it won't be, you know... They have Tom Holland for two movies under contract, and the way his dad is talking and the way he's uh, been responding... They're not going to get him to re-up. I wouldn't, and uh, and uh, Marvel has been recasting people. Uh, Jimma Chan, who played Minerva, one of the Cree uh, in uh, the Captain Marvel movie, she has been cast as Cersei in the Eternals. I guess they're figuring the makeup. She'll be different enough that it won't be jarring to people. Uh, Mahersha Ali, who was in the Luke Cage TV show, has been cast as Blade. So could Tom Holland get recast as somebody else? Mm. Like maybe Nova? I'm only speculating here. So don't run out and say, we heard that Tom Holland is... No, 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 no. Tom Holland's got a contract to play Spider-Man two more times with Sony. Yeah, and uh, it, it's just one of those things where, you know, Tom Holland, his face is there. It's not under heavy makeup. His voice, you know, you know, that's, you know, this version of Spider-Man. You know, it's a little bit different when there's a yeah. lot of makeup, a lot of CG. OK, you know what? You may not know. And, you know, it's not a side character. You know, it's, you know, one of those things where. Obviously, if you recast Spider-Man, it's going to really just feel different, you know? So, um, you know, Sony made official statements, and they're disappointed. 
Um, you know, it, it, they're saying that, you know, they just don't, it's it just kind of, uh, which is weird that they would actually do a statement on it, you know. Sony, um, just needs, I think Sony just needs to get out of the movie business and Disney is just too damn big. Now, Sony animation, um, Spider-Verse. It was a big success. So I, I think they're thinking, well, Venom was good. It was a success-wise good. Um, I will say Venom sucks. I hate Venom, but I know you, you like it. <laughs> I thought it was, uh, it was, it was okay. Uh, the um, lobster sushi scene is what, put to me, made it a seven. Yeah, and that, for me, made it into a four. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, it made money. Spider-Verse, which I thought was probably the best Spider-Man movie ever made, uh, did not make very much money. It didn't even make half of what Homecoming's made. So, good luck. You have the rights for animated movies. as Well, some of them. Uh, but uh, all that money you they just spent on Lord and Miller to produce stuff for them, they don't have those rights. There with Disney, I guess they can go back and try to develop oh more Men in Black and um, think of some of the things they have rights to uh, the Three Stooges, Twenty One Jump Street. Uh, I guess they could remake It Happened One Night, re- try to recapture Columbia's glory days when they swept the Oscars in '34. So, MIB International was Sony's latest bigger movie, and that was kind of a flop, basically. Uh, it was a big flop, and it was pretty... It was awful. Uh, that was a big case of a old old producer of the original series interference, which Sony should not have let happen. They hired, and they paid a small fortune for new talent, and they let some old uh, run roughshod over them. And it cost them dearly. And they recently released Angry Birds Movie 2, which is a flop too. Which is a big flop. I mean, it's one of the biggest bombs this year. I mean, it's probably going to cost Sony more than Dark Phoenix is going to cost Disney. So it looks like Jumanji is their last shot of going in the uh, black this year. Once Upon a, a Time in Hollywood was a pretty big success, comparatively speaking, you know, for... Yeah, um, it's making money, but it's it's not going to play well in Asia. I would be surprised if it gets an Asian release, period. Especially with all the crap about Bruce Lee. And then the family is getting mad at him. Um, other movies, Sony movies, is the, the remake of Spider of Ghosts. Busters, or the female one that got really hated by fans and critics alike. Oh, it was a terrible movie. Uh, I mean, uh, Chris Hemsworth is the only reason I'd give the thing a five. He saved it from being a three. Yeah, I think I gave it a four, and I didn't like Chris Hemsworth in this either. So, you know, Sony Pictures, you know, they have a... I thought he... But I thought that rest of the movie was a when when Bill Murray sucks in a movie, it's bad. So yeah, they have a really spotty record of movies. Now the Spider-Man video game movie for the PlayStation Four 
um, that's a pretty big success. And I think now they have exclusive rights to Spider-Man video games. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, Sony should get out of the film business. Um, uh, rumors for years about Apple being interested in buying Columbia from Sony. Maybe that would be a great way to go. And they can concentrate on video games. I mean, they got a great count. They got a great system, um, but uh, I don't know how how popular it's going to be in the U.S. with the tariffs. Because it's, uh, I mean, I own an Xbox. Uh, I don't own a PlayStation, mainly because PlayStation was 150 bucks more. Now uh, let's go back to movies here. They do own the license to uh, James Bond movies, and there is a new one coming out soon. I don't think they have it anymore, or do they? I think so. <laughs> um, I mean, it's because uh, the Broccoli family are incredibly difficult to work with. I think they also... And I don't think that... I would check. I don't think they still have it. Um, I think they still have the rights to the Da Vinci Code movies, which kind of fizzled, last one. Um, so... Hey, they've got um, the Three Stooges. Yeah. Um, so yeah, with the D- Disney movies, um, or the Disney, um, with Sony, it, it, they have a really off and on, hot or cold record, and the Spider-Man movies are basically the bread and butter of <laughs> there. You know, if it wasn't for this, this proves that you shouldn't put all your eggs in the basket of uh, rights that you don't own outright and have the because merchandise is because since the announcement i have seen new spider-man merch hit the shelves and every dime is going to disney sony ain't seen a penny of it hmm so um yeah bad boys 2 i'm looking at um box office mojo upcoming sony movies uh, Bad Boys for Life, uh, Peter Rabbit too. Um, yeah, Rabbit was a pretty uh, good. Th- it made a lot of money compared to how little it cost. Hotel Transylvania Four. So those movies are Sony. Yeah, I I don't know how well uh, the fact that. The last one didn't even get a 3D home video release anywhere in the world. So, yeah, um, just looking at 2020, some more Masters of the Universe is coming out next year, which um, is He-Man, right? <laughs> yeah, and uh, I don't know how much of, I don't know if how much of that they own, whether it's just licensed stuff. Uh, Zombieland 2 is coming out this year. Uh, Charlie's Angels remake reboot is coming out this year, so um, yeah, they uh, yeah Columbia owns Charlie's Angels. That's been Luke, and heck, all the reboots have been so much better than the original. So um, not that a high bar to jump, mind you. It was a pretty. I mean, Zombieland. Yeah, Zombieland. Uh, I mean. After that horrendous Amazon pilot, though, I don't know. The fact that they got the original gang back together, 
they have a they have a shot at that being something. But that's you know forever development hell movie. You know, uh, it feels like that's twenty years ago when the last movie came out. Almost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, but hey, uh, Warner Brothers put out a second Blade Runner thirty five years after the fact. I mean. I'm like going, damn, is there any statutes of limitations on sequels? The Zombieland original came out in 2009, 10 years, but it feels like it was a long time ago. Yeah, it feels, uh, yeah if, if you asked me, I would have swore it was 20 years ago. Anyway, you know, so what do we think is going to actually happen from this? Um, I think you're right that basically behind the scenes, I think Disney's allowing all the comments to happen just to get him back to the negotiating table. If push comes to shove, they'll just say, all right, fine. Just give us one more movie to wrap up this Spider-Man home movie trilogy. Yeah, I think the last movie, I think you're correct. I think the last movie on the deal is going to happen because it's in everybody's interests. Uh, And then I think they're going to go their separate ways. And then one of two things is going to happen. Sony's going to sell Columbia to Apple or somebody else, and the rights are going to revert back to Marvel. Or Sony is going to flub up again and, out of desperation, make a deal more reasonable than the $10 billion that they asked Disney for, and they're going to sell it back to uh, Marvel. Or deal number three, <laughs> Disney just buys up Sony. <laughs> uh, that's not going to happen because I don't even think the Trump administration would allow uh, that to happen. Uh, just look at how how much Disney dominates with just the few movies they release, how they dominate the box office. I mean, they're a virtual monopoly. Yeah, and having Sony would would push it there, and I think that will be too much for everyone. Oh, uh, if we ever get a functional government, Disney's probably going to get broken up like AT and T. So you know, I, I don't think, and you know, I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate for fun. Uh, option three, I don't think option three is a serious pop- possibility, but you know, who knows anymore? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, Sony has mentioned about selling off their, and Apple has been taught, and Netflix is also a possibility. Netflix has thought about buying a studio, but then they also say Netflix is uh, going bankrupt. I mean, who knows what's going on in Hollywood behind the scenes? Uh, We're in a time of major flux. I think we. I you mean, said about Apple is a big, interesting thing to think about because Apple is going to be introducing their TV, uh, Apple TV Plus in the near future with TV shows for Apple products. And um, they want big things on there. And what they have right now, it seems OK. You know, the morning show looks, looks like a good show, but I don't think it's enough. And if you're going to try to compete with Netflix and Disney Plus, they need to go big. And buying up Sony would be pretty big. And I think, you know, that would be pretty interesting to get, you know, a real competitor to Disney because I think Disney is going to come in with Disney Plus with seven bucks a month and just really 
you know, her Netflix. I think Netflix is going to really have to put up their A game to be able to compete with seven bucks a month, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, there's been some talk that Apple was going to have theirs be free just to have it ad driven. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see, but, you know, Apple is not one to uh, give away things. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> uh, advertising is down, so good luck with that. And apparently I think the, the morning show is extremely expensive. Um, I think it was like $150 million for the first season, and that's just a TV show without special effects. But just because it has the name brand talent, that's what made it so expensive or something. Ouch. So, I mean, the number... Yeah, that's the kind of the money that uh, Amazon is spending on a Lord of the Rings TV show. And if they only do that one more Spider-Man movie and just be done with it, honestly, I think most fans would be okay with that. You know, they'll be okay with that. You know, we got three Captain America movies. We got three Iron Man movies. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. that's, I think, all that really reasonable people expect. Just the deal to be honored. And then after that, you know, you know, because that's that's my only reason I'm upset is because the deal. I mean, it, once the deal's honored, if you want to split, I'll be unhappy because we saw the possibilities. But in the, the end of the day, Sony has the rights to Spider-Man fair and square. And we only really, really want that. Because the narrative was just, it, it's such a big thing how uh, Spider-Man Far From Home ended. It's just such a big cliffhanger. It would be terrible to waste it and not pay it off somehow, you know? And Sony also needs to ask themselves, do they really want to be in the business to promote a Disney property? Because uh, Disney is doubling down on Spider-Man. They are building a Spider-Man attraction in Disneyland and probably going to build some in some of their other parks. They, they are putting out more and more Spider-Man merch. I have seen Spider-Man merch, new merch, hit my local stores since this deal blew up. I mean, sure, it was produced before, but it's still, hey, they're making money on this and they will still make money uh merchandise is where the money's at more so than the movies so that's a good question um a, a good thing to talk about when the blu-ray for spider-man far from home are they going to renegotiate some of that is that going to be hard to buy is that going to be you know i assume they'll be out before christmas you know to put in you know but will that be a new negotiation from Sony to try to get more money and maybe they can work something out? I'm still thinking, I think we will probably get within 30 days, um, probably some information about this story that solidifies things. I think they don't, I think I imagine Sony's, you know, it's just going to be losing out of this. And I think a lot of people are in Marvel side, Disney side. So it's just, I don't see a win out of this for Sony, you know. I'm on Marvel's side. I don't care about Disney. I don't care about Sony. I'm on Marvel's side. I want what's best for Marvel. As as a film goer, I, I want to see the sixth movie in the deal. After that, if they can't come up with the deal, fine. 
but just honor your original. Yeah, I'm in the bargaining stage of grief, if you can't tell. Yeah, and I'm still in the shock. You know, oh, something is going to come up, and we'll we'll see something soon. You know, they don't want to lose more stock. You know, Wall Street and yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, we haven't even talked about Sony's stock plummeting and and all the other stuff and all the stuff that was announced at D twenty three that would probably take us hours to talk about. Yeah, so I think some of it too is that you know in the Marvel movies they've kind of really elevated Spider-Man and made him into a new Avenger. And, you know, him not being in the picture is what's really shocking because, you know, okay, you know, it, it could, Thor has not really been an Avenger. I mean, he's there, but it's not like, you know, they're really setting up to be Spider-Man, to be like a new head of the Avengers, you know, and the next Avengers movie, you know. I expect to see Spider-Man there and I don't know who else would be there, you know? So yeah, it's just one of those things where it's just so many things going on and a lot of it is speculation. A lot of it is, you know, contract deals in Hollywood, which we only know a fraction of it, you know, a part of it because, you know, a lot of that contract legal mumbo jumbo is not for our pay grade is, you know, a multi-billion dollar contract, you know? <laughs> yeah, and uh, Lord and Miller, they signed a big uh, uh, development deal for Sony. I mean, it's supposedly worth $900 million over I don't know how many years and how many f- much. And they were going to do all this Spider-Man stuff for TV. Not now. So Marvel has those rights, some of them. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I don't see Disney uh, cooperating. If Sony's going to do this, what would motivate? Yet yeah, none of this makes sense because this is like it's like everybody's slitting their own throats. Because like Sony benefits from the money that they get, and, you know, I don't think the uh, Spider-Man movies that would have been without Marvel would have been as successful as the ones with Marvel, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, I mean, the first trilogy uh, made a little over a billion dollars. The second duo made a little over a billion. But the thing is, I mean, they overall made money, but not all of them were successful. But the thing is, the Homecoming and Far From Home have been so wildly financially successful. And people love them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, audiences love them, critics love them. Uh, they're doing, they do really well on home video. So, you know, it just goes back to the what I said before. Sony wanted to make an Aunt May movie, for God's sakes. And I don't think anyone wanted to see that. <laughs> Does Sony really know? Yeah, I mean, and their vision of Aunt May was some old lady. I mean, they were one. I mean, and the thing is, they just got shown possibilities with what you could do with Aunt May with Spider-Verse and... Which, and John Watts' vision and Kevin Feige's vision for Aunt May. I mean, making her uh, a more realistic age that, you know, that she would probably be with with Peter Parker being the age he is. 
instead of a, a person who's older than my mother. Yeah, Aunt May used to be an elderly woman, and you know, recently she's yeah. Yeah, drawn like she was ninety. Yeah, and recently she's you know middle aged woman, which is totally makes sense. You know, <laughs> she's so yeah. It's just one of those things where. I didn't really have confidence in Sony making more Spider-Man movies by themselves. And I don't think, you know, they knew what they were doing, making all these promises and, oh, we're going to have the Sinister Six. We're going to have Aunt May movie. You know, the whole kind of subplot to Amazing Spider-Man 2 with, you know, Peter Parker's dad being like in, you know, it just at the end of the day, I didn't care. <laughs> you know that plot that they're talking about? Throwing things in the comic books that had 30 years to set up, and they're trying to do it in two hours, put 30 years worth of story in a two-hour movie. It doesn't work. So it, it just, you know, Sony, I don't have that much sympathy for them, and I think, you know, they're not that, you know, they're not a great film, you know, studio, so... I don't really care about them financially where Marvel studios has proven themselves year after year and has made a juggernauts of, you know, pun intended being Marvel that is unstoppable, you know, <laughs> that, yeah. is, you know, Marvel cinematic universe is something that people would take for granted, but I remember, and I know you remember comic book movies were not guaranteed to be hits, to be sequel, you know, they weren't even they weren't even guaranteed to be good and if you don't believe me google uh, challenge of the superheroes and i defy you to watch it both of them all the way through i def i double dog dare you because you know back in the day you know, we had Superman, and Superman was a big success. Superman 2 was a big success, too. And then 3 was, eh, not terrible, but it was dumb. And 4 was hated everywhere and not made that much money. And Superman Returns didn't make that much money, you know. And, and then the Batman movies. Yeah. I mean, the ones Michael Keaton, not too bad. Then we get to the George, Val Kilmer and... You know, the Batman Returns. and or Batman Returns is all right, but... Yeah, the Joel Schumacher. He was trying to... Yeah, Joel Schumacher's never going to hear the end of his take on... Well, his he was trying to capture the Dozer uh, TV show, which just goes to prove, you know, he had the touch, could thread that needle of camp. Because Schumacher just failed miserably when he tried it. And, you know, I remember not wanting to go see X-Men because I loved X-Men so much. I did not want to see it fail on screen. And when I went to it, my, my sister was like, no, it's good. It's good. You'll like it. And I was like, wow, it actually is good. It's not a complete mess. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and to me now, Wolverine is a six-foot Australian who sings and dances. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So it, you know, the X Men movies have been completely hit or miss. <laughs> so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's about even, even whether they're good or bad. And Warner Brothers is really struggling with the 
you know, DC movies. So it's not guaranteed. People just take for granted the Marvel Cinematic Universe and how well-crafted, how enjoyable and critical-friendly it is. How You know, it it's something that shouldn't be taken for granted. It is a lot of work. A lot of people have made it into a great thing. Mm, yeah, and Kevin Feige should really be applauded. Like I said, he's probably... I would say he's the greatest producer since Sam Goldwyn. Like... I honestly think he definitely should be considered for like lifetime achievement awards, you know. But uh-huh. Oscars, yeah, the Oscars exactly. will never do it though. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's. I mean, it's what's so amazing about his achievement is not so much the amount of movies; it's the how few years he's produced. I mean, when the worst movie on your resume is Thor: The Dark World. Damn, I mean, and that's rewatchable. I mean, damn. And still being able to recover from misses. Having the fans yeah, ex- get pissed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, from Iron Man 2 and uh, and Thor The Dark World, which, I mean, heck, and uh, I, I liked Iron Man 3, but I know a lot of people really hate that one too. But when you can recover from things like that, I mean, hell, uh, th- th- those movies are Sony on a good day. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's a real achievement Sony and not Sony, but Marvel Studios has done with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I want to continue it because I, I have, you know, I'm surprised and we're getting some experimental stuff here, you know, some fun stuff. For God's sakes, I don't think anyone really thought Guardians Galaxy would be a multi-billion dollar franchise. And it, it is, you know. Yeah, I assumed it would be good because I had faith in in I had faith in Marvel's d- picking directors, and I was familiar with James Gunn's movies and was very excited to see what he could do with the budget. Uh, Marvel's been very good about bringing new blood into Hollywood to do to make their movies something other than the same o same o. I mean, yeah, there's a Marvel formula. But they get interesting directors to work in that formula and do some really cool stuff. I mean, I'm really sad it didn't work out with Edgar Wright. I mean, hopefully someday he des- they decide to tackle something else because that would still that would be amazing. I would love to see him take on another comic book property after he, you know, Scott Pilgrim is just so wonderful. Yeah, if someone would have told me, you know, 20 years ago that the Black Panther movie would be a billion dollar thing, I would not have believed them because of, you know, the political aspect of the Black Panther Party being, you know. Mm-hmm. Or Captain or Carol Danvers Captain Marvel movie would make a billion dollars. Yeah, I didn't expect that last year. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I didn't either. I knew it would. I knew it would break even, but I figured it would make Ant Man money. So, you know, the fact that they are bringing things in, and and you know, Doctor Strange being a hit and being in multiple movies, you know, it's it's something people need to appreciate and respect. And um, I think Sony does not appreciate or respect the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I think you know, in if you look, you know, a hundred years from now, people will still be talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. People will not be talking about Venom <laughs> movie. Yeah, no, it'll be a blip, and it'll be a blip in Tom Hardy's career. 
Yeah. And, you know, that's something just to, and I think that's a good way to wrap this up, this podcast. You know, how are they going to, you know, people are going to remember the Spider-Man movies. They're going to, you know, I don't think, we'll see what happens, but I, I think Sony's going to cave and they'll at the very least have one more movie and then move on. If they don't want to have after that, then they could, you know, use that last movie to wrap up things. And, you know, so what? So what if... It would be smart to, it would be smart to use the last movie, whether the deal goes on or not, to wrap things up. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and then... Uh, and, uh, and if I was Sony, I would make a deal. Peter Parker goes to the MCU and... Get a little help promoting uh, Miles Morales. I mean, you caught lightning in a bottle with Spider-Verse there. They really need to push that. I mean, they cracked a code, and I don't think they really realize what a big deal they, what they captured with that movie. Uh, that's the future. They were ahead of the curve for once. Uh, they just need to promote it better because they, they should be able to make a billion dollars with that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think they just make a bigger deal and help, you know, have Marvel Studios help Venom movies and, you know, let them do that because there is upcoming Sony Marvel movies that are separate from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I'm not hyped for any of them. I'm not hyped for Morbius. I don't even care about him. <laughs> Morbius, right? Yeah, he's a cool character. Uh, I mean, I that Marvel seventy stuff. I like the black out of the black and white mags more than I like the monthly floppies. Um, that's because the comics code was was lame in the seventies. Anyway, I think we've uh, got everything out of this topic. Uh, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Alright, before this podcast ends, I want to give a thank you to my patrons. Right now, we have a one patron, which is David from Spain, and I want to thank you for your financial support. Alright, so that's going to be it for this podcast. We now have a Patreon, and the link is in the description. Uh, thanks for watching. And we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They don't put it everywhere. Just look for us, 3D or 2D. And of course, review us on iTunes. And if you want to write us a letter, um, our email address is email3d42d at gmail.com. So that's going to be it. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.